Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I'm back. It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks since I posted an episode and I'm so sorry. Um, it felt like it had been a little while and I was like, you know, seems like it's been a while since I talked to the podcast peoples and uh, it has. I looked at the last date and I was like, oh shoot, time flew by. Stuff has been busy. Uh, my fiance's grandmother died. That was a thing. Um, she was real old. She was 94. She was ready to go. It wasn't an unexpected thing. Still really sad, of course. Always when you lose someone, I really enjoyed her. She was an amazing person. Uh, I don't think it's fully, like, sunk in yet that she's really gone. Um, yeah. I don't know. Death and dying is weird. It's a very weird topic for me. I feel like I process it in a very unique way. I don't know if it's an autistic thing. I would be curious to know your guys' thoughts and ideas and feelings about death and dying. Uh, I'm curious if it's similar to mine. I do want to do an episode on that eventually, but not now. Um, so that's a thing that happened. Um, R.I.P. Grandma. So there's that. And my best friend came to visit for five days. Uh, she came from Washington and she's been my, my best friend since sixth grade. And she and I always have so much fun together. She's a person who knows me super well and I can always just be myself around her, which is really refreshing. And so, so that was a fun time. But amongst all that, I've been job hunting and Along with job hunting comes the interview process. And that is what I want to focus on talking about today because, oh man, I forgot how annoying and pointless interviews are. I just, the whole thing is like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to start ranting. This, this episode might be a little ranty just because I'm like, I just sometimes don't understand why we do things the way that we do them. It makes no sense to me. Sometimes it just seems like a waste of time. And I don't like wasting my time. I get frustrated by things that seem inefficient or pointless. So, so I interviewed, let's see, I did uh, one, two, three, four different interviews. And... So one of the things about interviews that I feel like is hard for me as a neurodivergent person, as an autistic person specifically, um, is that I am not really good at, I've talked about this before with social interactions, but also in interview situations where, um, I'm not good at spontaneous conversations or answering questions spontaneously uh, or thinking of things. I guess being put on the spot. I can know something or like have an answer to something, but if I feel like I'm being put on the spot, I will not have a single thought in my head in that moment. I will just be like, Bleh. 
you know, like (laughs) empty, empty brain. My brain just goes completely blank. And I'm like, I have nothing at all to say. I have not a single thought in my mind. So that's a hard thing about interviews. So going into interviews, you know, that's going to happen. You can't, there are certain questions where if you've been to enough interviews, you know that there are certain questions you can expect. One of the questions I go in expecting always is when they're like, so tell me a little bit about yourself, which is a question that I hate so much. I hate it to my core because it's so vague. It's like, what do you want to, what specifically are you asking me? Like there's what little bit about myself do you want? Do you want to know about my work self, my home self, my, I could tell you some stuff about my childhood that might give you an idea of who I am. Like, what do you want to know? Do you want to know about my pets? Do you want to know about my interests? Do you want to know like my favorite food? I don't understand what you're asking me when you say, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, over the years I have sort of like created a little bullet point list of just things that I could say in an interview where someone's like, tell me a little bit about yourself that seem appropriate and like it will give them a well-rounded view of, of who I am as a person. Um, I talk a little bit about work experience, a little bit about personal stuff, not too personal, but like, you know, I have two kids and, you know, I like to do this on my days off or whatever. And like sort of make an amalgamation of things, list items that would clue them into who I am or how I am. I don't know. So there's questions like that where you can kind of like prep yourself. It's like prepping for any sort of occasion, right? Where you have your scripts in your mind. You're like, okay, here's things that might come up. Here's things that I could say. It's very laborious. It is a very, very, um, I feel like time consuming preparatory process where you're just like, okay, let me, let me sit down and map out all of the different things that could come up and how I will answer all of those things. Uh, but inevitably in an interview, you are going to be asked questions that you weren't expecting. And okay. So the first interview that I did was with the company that my fiance is currently working for as an EMT. And that job ultimately like didn't work out just because it really wasn't going to be flexible enough for me. Um, but I didn't know that going into, that's another thing is like going into an interview, like they don't really tell you anything. At least the interviews that I've been to, they don't give you all of the information up front. It's like, come in for the interview. We'll talk for a while you'll put all of this effort and time into preparing and coming and being there and masking your ass off. And then we'll figure out it's not a good fit. So that's a, that's a frustrating thing that, that happens right off the bat. Like, so, um, so the first interview was very much, there were a lot of reflective questions that it took me a long time to answer them. Okay. So here's what happens. (laughs) they'll ask me a question of like, so think back to a time when, so many questions like that. Think back to a time when you had a conflict with a coworker. How did you resolve it? And I'm like, oh God, 
I can't really remember even what I did yesterday. You want me to think back to a time I had a conflict with a coworker? Uh, uh, there was a lot of dead air on that interview. Oh, it was also over Zoom, which I hate. And it was with two people also, which I hate. It's like more than one person doesn't need to interview me, please. But I guess they did. So there were a lot of questions like that. Tell me about a time when. Tell me about a time when. Tell me about a time when. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so hard. And I felt like I looked like an idiot because every question I was like, oh, oh gosh, okay. Mm, that is a good question. Which it wasn't, but I was just trying to be nice. I mean, that's what you say when you're trying to think of an answer, right? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Uh, let me think. And like the longer it took me to come up with an answer, the more I would panic about the fact that I didn't have an answer and the harder it was to think of an answer. Um, eventually I ended up being able to answer all the questions, but by the end of that interview, you guys, I was so sweaty. I had like sweat through my armpits of my t-shirt that I was wearing. Luckily the interview was on Zoom for that point, for that like purpose, because <laughs> It was just, it was awful. Somehow, they still offered me a job there. I think they are desperate for people, to be honest, because I don't feel like I killed that interview. I felt like I seemed incredibly, I must have seemed like a person who cannot think on my feet, which is not a quality that you're looking for in an EMT, right? The thing is, though, like, in an EMT situation, that's very straightforward. I've been trained for this. I know what to do in an emergency. It's like, this happens, you do this. This happens, you do this. People aren't asking me questions about, you know, think back to a time when. That situation is totally different thinking on your feet than the other kind, right? But I was like, these people are going to think I'm going to need it. I'm not going to be capable of doing this job, and they're not going to hire me. Well, they offered me the job, but I already spoiled it. I couldn't take it because it just wasn't going to work out schedule-wise. Uh, so, so yeah, that is an example of why interviews can be hard. Uh, I ultimately ended up taking a job with a company that, you know, on the flip side of things, the, the job I ended up taking the guy who interviewed me, who's the person who's going to be my boss, uh, did a great job. He conducted an interview, I feel like, in the most effective way that it could possibly be done. And what I mean by that is, like, I feel like interviews are mostly pointless because no one is really being their authentic selves when they're being interviewed. You're trying to get a job, the point is to impress the people who are interviewing you, right? That is one reason why I really don't like them because I'm like, I feel like it's fake. Like it's not real. I feel like even if you're giving real answers, you're still not being yourself because you're trying to be this person. You're, you know, you're competing against other people for jobs. You want the job. You have to put your very best foot forward. But I just, I feel like the way that people go about assessing who is right and wrong for a job is completely inefficient and stupid because 
they don't know if you're telling the truth. When they're like, think back to a time when I can just totally make up a story. You know? It's like, how are you going to know who's being real, who's not? I could be a perfectly capable uh, employee who's just not good at on-the-spot questions like that. Which turns out is the truth. (laughs) That is exactly the situation. Uh, So anyway this person who I ended up accepting the job from. So this job was not the highest paying job that I got offered, uh, but it was the most flexible. So that's, I feel good about that. But like also the fact the guy who interviewed me just was like very relaxed and very non-bullshitty. Like the whole thing felt very real and not just a bunch of BS. Like, we weren't just sitting there bullshitting each other. Uh, And I was like, I feel like I want to work for this guy. Because he was just very straight to the point. Okay, so I applied at this place not really knowing if I would even want to work there, just because I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. It's it's basic medical transports. Like you're not going to be doing 911 calls. You're not going to be doing anything super exciting. It's basically just taking patients from point A to point B who need someone to take them. Uh, and, uh, you're basically like a medical taxi. And I'm like, well, that sounds kind of like, I don't know. I kind of wanted something a little more exciting, but, uh, the guy calls and he's like, Hey, um, I would like to interview you. And I'm like, great, another interview. By this time, this was going to be my fourth interview. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I would love to interview. And he's like, cool. He's like, so before you come all the way down here, just so we don't waste each other's time. And I was like, oh, bingo. Okay. Uh, score one for this guy. He gets a check mark by his name because he's trying to not waste time, which I love already and appreciate. Uh, he was like, okay, so, you know, just so we don't waste our time here. He's like, let me, you know, like, I kind of want to know what you're looking for. And I want to tell you a little bit about who we are, like how we work things. And just so we make sure before you come down here that it's even going to work out. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. And so I was totally honest and upfront. I was like, you know, I, uh, I have a lot of stuff going on right now, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm in school. I have a kid. I have a fiance whose work schedule I need to be able to work around. I have some animals. Like there's just, I have a very full life. So I do need a job that's, that's pretty flexible. Um, you know, I'm a really, um, reliable employee, uh, and I'm a good employee, but I need a place that's going to really like work with me on my schedule. And he was like, perfect. Uh, we are very good at being flexible around people's schedules. In fact, um, you know, most of our drivers are in the same position as you and we, uh, you know, this, the type of business that we run can be very accommodating for people with different schedules. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And we chatted a little bit and it was very comfortable. It didn't feel interviewee or like formal at all. He was just like, all right. So, you know, like based on what I've heard, it seems like this might be a good fit. So if you think so too, do you want to come down and and talk in person? And I'm like, sure. So I went down there on Monday 
Um, first off, checkmark number two next to his name, he did not attempt to shake my hand when we met. And I was like, you're killing it, man. You're doing a great job because he just walked up and was like, hey. And I was like, hey. And that was it. He didn't awkwardly like be like, should I shake your hand? It was just like, there was no hint of any, of any prospective handshake. I was like, beautiful, wonderful. So, uh, we get inside the office, sit down and it just felt like a conversation, you know, he was, and he, it was reciprocal. Like he was like telling me a little bit about him, not like an inappropriate amount, but just like telling him about why he likes the company and how he got into that line of work and, and a little bit about his job, you know, within the company. And I was telling him about my past and, you know, why I got out of nursing and, you know, cause he was like, I was looking at your, at your application. Uh, he's like, I just want to say you're overqualified for this job. And I was like, yes. Yeah. But like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just, I want something that's not going to be stressful and it's, you know, just something I can, I can do to be honest. And, and he was like, oh yeah, I totally get that. And it was just like a good conversation. And we ended up talking for like an hour. I didn't sweat at all. (laughs) And, uh, I feel like he got to know me like the real me. And that is the type of way that you should conduct an interview because like, ultimately, I feel like sitting there and formally firing all of these hard questions at someone is just going to really make them put more of a wall up and like it's going to make it even harder for them to present themselves authentically because it's just so stressful and you're just trying to get the right answer and say the right thing. And this guy who interviewed me for this other job was like, I didn't feel like there was a right or wrong answer. I didn't even feel like he was firing questions at me. We were just having a conversation, you know, and I was telling him oh, about my kids and like, you know, he found out the things that he needed to know about me through our conversation instead of him being like, what are your best and worst qualities? It's like, you know, it's just asking me about my life and asking me about who I am as a person and being interested. And I don't know. I was like, wow, I've never really had an interview like that before. So, um, I had another job offer on the table at a different place, uh, that I had honestly already accepted, but this guy, like, knocked my socks off so much with his interview and just the job also seems like a better fit um for many many reasons uh that I decided to go with him and so I I feel good about it I do I feel like uh it's gonna be as good of an experience as it can be right now with me going back to work with so much else going on um that's another thing that I was worried about with the job that I had initially accepted that I withdrew from yesterday, uh, after accepting this other job, uh, is that the first job that I accepted was going to be pretty stressful and it's an hour away. So that's a pretty long commute and they only do 12 hour days. So on the days that I worked, it was going to be a 14 hour day. And, uh, while I've worked in the medical field before and I've definitely worked 12 hour shifts and I've worked 24 hour shifts even at times, like I'm not trying to do that right now. I got a lot of stuff to focus on and I need to, yeah, 
I just need something a little more relaxed than that. So anyway, interviews though, man, uh, the panel interview is a bad idea. I had two of those. So the first one was a panel interview. It was just two people, but, and it was over zoom. Um, another one of the interviews I did was a panel of four people in person and I just don't, I don't get how that's ever a good idea for against one. It's so intimidating right off the bat. They were really nice. It wasn't like a super, the questions they were asking did make a little bit more sense than the first interview that I had, but still I was just like, I don't know. So I know interviews are necessary. Like there has to be a way for an employer to gauge like, they can't just look at your resume and hire you without meeting you or whatever. I think like you really do need to meet someone, but I feel like it just needs to be less formal. Does anyone else think that? Like, I don't know. When I had my photography studio, I didn't have any employees, but I did work with a couple of different makeup artists. And when I was interviewing the makeup artists, um, I sort of just wanted to sit and have a conversation with them. It didn't feel like a situation where I wanted to sit them down and be like, so how long have you been doing makeup? What made you want to do makeup? Where'd you go to school for makeup? Like, tell me about your worst quality as a human being. Like none of those questions felt like it would get me to know the real person. Like I would just meet with them at a place that was like a place that served coffee or like a tea place or something and just be like, Hey, cool. Like, hi, let's talk. Like, who are you? What kind of things do you like? Like, I don't know. I just, I just think the formal interview is outdated. It gets you nowhere. It's really just a bunch of people trying to say the right thing because they want the job and they know they're competing against other people. Um, if nothing else, like, can we just make interviews about like what your qualifications are? You know what I mean? Like I know there are interpersonal aspects to jobs, but that's not a thing that I think you can really gauge from an interview about someone. Like I feel like them asking me about a time that I had a conflict at work and how I resolved it. I don't think that really tells them what they need to know. Because for one, as I mentioned before, I could just make up a story. They don't know if the story I'm telling is real. I could have been like, oh yeah, here's this problem that I had and here's how I epically resolved it and everything was great and everything smelled like roses and looked like rainbows at the end. And they would be like, great, this person's great with conflict when I just made that whole story up. You know what I mean? So I think some things like that you can't really even know until the person is working for you. You know what I mean? Also, there are different situations and different mixes of people. So like how I performed in one workplace interpersonally might be totally different than how I perform interpersonally at another place. Because it's a whole different group of people, it's a whole different vibe, it's a whole different culture. There were definitely jobs where I thrived socially when I was a nurse. Um, I had one job in particular where I got along so well with all my coworkers. It was like, it was the most amazing situation. It was like a needle in a haystack situation, you guys, for a job. It was, it was great. 
I was super sad to leave that place when I had to leave, but, um, you know, I thrived there socially. There was never a conflict. Uh, and then I worked at another place with a bunch of like nurses who I just, uh, so many of them who I did not vibe with. Um, a lot of people were very negative there. It was just, it was a very gossipy and clicky place to work. And there I struggled interpersonally. It was a totally different experience. So it's like, yeah, you can ask someone about their past and how they've dealt with a situation at, you know, that juncture, but that tells you nothing moving forward about how they're going to do in your company. I think basing whether or not you hire someone on that information or even putting that in there as a, um, as like a, a component of why you're hiring someone. I don't know. I just don't think it's a good idea. I just, I feel like there are some things that you just can't know ahead of time. I don't know. Is this making sense? I hope so. I just have a lot of thoughts on interviews right now, just because I went through so many of them a second ago, <laughs> and uh, it seems like a second ago, through these past couple of weeks, and I'm just like, God, interviews are dumb. They're so dumb. Uh, so anyway, I'm done interviewing. I have a job now. I'm going to start next week. I'm thinking it'll be fine. Um, I'm hoping it'll be fine. Uh, it seems like a good fit. So, anyway. Oh. I think that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to get on and rant about interviews for a minute. Anyone else have a trouble with interviews? I know that for those of us with, like, differences in how we present to the world and how we perceive the world situations like that can be very difficult uh you know talk about having to mask so heavily like I feel like an interview is the time when you like really really have to be on your best masking game uh I do feel like the man who interviewed me for the job I ended up taking the guy who was not really interviewing me but just talking to me I did get the neurodivergent vibe from him and you guys know what I'm saying like I have a radar for it now where I'm like, uh, I think you might be autistic guy or have ADHD or you're somewhere on some spectrum because just the way, uh, he related to me, um, the way our conversation flowed, it was just very telling just how he he spoke I don't know I just get a vibe now from certain people where I'm like you're neurodivergent in some way uh and usually those are the people that I find it easy to talk to and like be authentic around and that is the vibe I got uh but most of us are being interviewed by neurotypical people right or by people who aren't neurotypical but are masking themselves <laughs> and so uh it's just a whole big, it's a, it's an ordeal. And I know a lot of autistic people do have, uh, troubles finding employment probably because the first step to becoming employed 
can be such a huge hurdle for us for so many reasons. Um, you know, it's, it almost seems unfair that that's the way that it needs to be. And I feel like if things were approached a little bit differently from the beginning regarding the workplace and employment, uh, it would be a lot easier for autistic people and neurodivergent people to gain employment and retain employment because it's just not set up for us a lot of the time. It's not set up for us to succeed. And that makes me sad, you know, especially, um, you know, my kids are both neurodivergent and I, I worry about them. My son is gainfully employed, but you know, he's had a hard time, uh, because of his differences and my daughter's only 13, but I worry about her future too. I'm like, how is it going to be for her trying to get a job, you know, being an autistic ADHD -er and just trying to get out there and she really marches to the beat of her own drum. So, <laughs> which I love, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. This, this world's not cut out for us. It, it's a little discouraging sometimes, but, um, yeah. So, uh, okay. I've gone on about this long enough. Oh my gosh. It's been almost 30 minutes. I've rambled and rambled. Oh, that's okay. We're catching up on lost time and I will post another episode soon. I do have a long list of things that I want to discuss and, uh, I just finding the time to sit down and do it is sometimes hard. Uh, but I do love talking to you guys. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you to everyone who's emailing or sending DMs. I do read them all. And, uh, it just sometimes takes me a while to get around to responding to them all. So if you reach out and you don't hear back for a couple of weeks, it's just like, I, I'm, I reply as quickly as I can. I do like replying to everyone, but just be patient with me time-wise. I don't want anyone to ever think I'm ignoring them or anything, but uh, just, just take a little bit of time to get back. Um, yeah, and if you want to reach out, I leave my email in the show notes and uh, the Instagram uh, handle too if you want to go follow over there. I don't post like a ton on there either, but it is a good way to kind of keep in touch between episodes and stuff. Uh, yeah. And if you can leave a rating or a review on the app that you're listening on the platform that you're listening on, please do. So it just helps the show to, uh, reach more people. I think at least that's what they tell me. There's like algorithms and stuff. I don't really know a lot about all that, but I know it's supposed to help. So, and it just makes me feel nice to know that people are enjoying the show. If that's a good enough reason, then <laughs> go do it for that reason, just to, to give me a little self-esteem boost. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Enough rambling. Here's my awkward outro as usual. I will talk to you guys next time and I hope you have a great day or afternoon or evening or night. Bye.